This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with two full-blown kids. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, stuffed animals. Yeah, they probably have feelings, so you can't throw them away. Plus, Biz has an update, and Teresa stops. Woo! <laughs> Today's going to be fun, guys. A little fun, 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 because the holidays have begun, gun, gun. Speaking of holidays, head on over, just a reminder, to the maxfunstore.com. Let me just say that again. To maxfunstore.com. Get yourself or your partner or your lefty or whatever you want to call them more important yourself. Some new One Bad Mother merch. There's an I Am A Self shirt. There is a bumper sticker that says honk if you're doing it, which is absolutely the greatest thing ever. And there is a sweatshirt and things that already exist in the shop. So go Get yourself a little something nice. Teresa, speaking of nice, how are you? I am okay. Hmm. As you may all be able to tell, I don't have much of a voice today. Hmm. So I'm going to save my voice as much as I can and only say the truly most (laughs) insightful, (laughs) deep and poignant Mm. remarks. Yes. And when I'm not talking, you guys can just imagine that Depending on the context, I'm either grinning at biz ear to ear, (laughs) or I just have tears streaming down my face. (laughs) Those Um, are usually the looks that I get in here, except there's a third look I sometimes get from Teresa, which is the, what did you just say? Oh. (laughs) You're going to need to check Uh that. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The uh uh-oh look. Uh Uh-oh. Generations. Things you think are funny (laughs) may not be any funny anymore. That's okay, because we're learning. Go ahead. Um, thanks. Yeah, last week was crazy. Gracie had a really rough week at school. So like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were just shot. Like those days didn't exist really, except in the weird <laughs> the weird version of my life that is helping Gracie with her educational challenges. And then on Friday morning she was ready to be back at school and she went back to school and I was still like Yeah, we'll see how today goes, you know, (laughs) and she actually had a good day that day. But of course, Curtis, my two year old, got sent home from school. I had apparently dropped him off with a fever and just hadn't noticed. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Curtis. It's not the first time that's happened and it probably won't be the last. I'm just being honest. Brought him home. And I, I've also caught whatever he has. So he's home with our babysitter today as well. And the funny thing was, when they sent him home on Friday, I experienced no stress or upset about it because I was already so broken by the week <laughs> that I had no expectations for my Friday. Like, I had fully stopped yeah. even... I know I have a to-do list and it's bad. Like, there's things that are way overdue, like... Sure. Things that are wrong with my car because of recalls Mm. that I haven't taken it in for that are like safety. Like there's like a lot. There's like bad things. Bad. It's not a happy to do. It's not like to do. Go to the spa. No. It's like it's like (laughs) the opposite of that. No, it's bad. And (laughs) probably bills. And but like really by Friday, I was just 
I was so, I just had no, I'd stopped expecting anything. Mm. So then when I got the call about Curtis, I was like, yep, that's what, that's what I do. I go pick up a kid. That's what I do. I pick up a kid at a weird time of day. That's what I do. Wow. Yeah. That is just, again, the casual throwaway of bills probably yeah. on the to-do list. No, for real. I not know. a joke. No, I know. It's not a joke. None of what you said was a joke. No. It was funny because it's true. Yes. But it wasn't like you were making the jokes. It was like, oh... I'm so broken and I've given up so much expectations that, yeah. And I I also really just want to somehow come up with a song about picking up kids at the weird times times of day. day. That's a good one. I just have to be ready at all times. Yeah. How does that make you feel? (laughs) How's that feeling of expectation? So relaxed. Uh, (laughs) Let me just drop this pen on the floor. If I could scream, I would. I know. I know. See, your body's even given up yeah. on yes. allowing you to express. I don't have express. anything left. Oh, Not even my voice. She's a little cracked teapot <laughs> that just leaks. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. Update. Ellis is okay. You know, we were a little concerned. Oh, yeah. I said it last week, and right. I appreciate everybody reaching out. Yes, Ellis took him in for a Physical, first off, that was good, and I got us back on the physical track. Because if you remember last year, it was a good three months late, and I was like, oh, no, am I going to have to forever take him three months after his birthday? Because, you know, insurance. Yeah. I just, I went in, and they didn't uh, charge me. So I oh. it was fine, So because I know you've done this. Yeah, we're so, and we keep getting farther and, and farther behind. So you okay. just catch up good with yourself know. the next year. Okay, good to know. So while we were there, we talked to the doctor about the excessive thirst and you know did a few tests and he's fine he's not uh, we were concerned that it would be like a diabetes type one situation and it's not and I just want to say that given the worry research that I did before the testing about what life might possibly become I really need to give a shout out to all of you who have kids with diabetes, as well as any anyone whose kid has a medical condition or anything like that, that really requires you to have to stop your life. To take, I mean, I was like, oh my god, he, if we have this, there's constant testing throughout the day. There's monitoring what you eat. You have to keep like a journal. You got to do all this stuff. Ellis can't do that. Am I just going to go live at his school? You know, like, I mean, these were things I was thinking about. And I was like, I'm now just going to assume every parent I see on the street has a situation like this and love them even more. I just, you guys are doing such a incredible job. And I really see you. Along with that, we were all very happy about that for Ellis. But then something tragic happened. He lost Mr. Tumbles, which is his love stuffed animal thing. Mr. Tumbles is a round, like the size of a grapefruit. It's yeah. pink. It's like a cat, but doesn't really look like a cat. And his name is Mr. Tumbles. And I remember seeing Ellis have it last Thursday before an after school club. I always say hi to him before the club. 
because I'm picking up Katie Bell, because I also like to go pick up children from a location, th- mm-hmm. take one home, and then go back and get oh, yeah. from the same it's location. The Can't seem to time that out. And that night, Stefan's picking, Stefan's back from China. He picks up Ellis. They come home. It's bedtime. And I say, where's Mr. Tumbles? And that's when we realize Mr. Tumbles is not there. This was hard, really hard. We got through the night, and the next day, I went and searched the school. I mean, I was, like, looking up on the roof of play structures Mm -hmm. to see if somebody picked it up and thrown it. It had also rained. I was ready to find him washed somewhere. Finally, I head up to the Lego class, which is not a Lego class. It's a real class. And of fifth and sixth graders. And uh, I'm like, do I interrupt the class? I don't know what to do. And like a school administrator comes by and I kind of tell him what's happening. He goes, well, I'll go in and ask. So as he's going in to ask, there's some like, you know, tweens, some sixth graders sitting out in the hallway doing some work. And they go, what are you looking for? And I said, Mr. Tumbles, he's a pink round stuffed animal. Yeah, we've seen that. And then like five heads pop out. Yeah, we've seen it. I'm like, go, go. Go, prepubescent teen. Get me that, Mr. Tumbles. And they did. And we found him. And all was good, which I think ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about today, which is stuffed animals. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa? Stuffed animals. I have so many questions. Yeah. I'm just going to start with when you were a child, Mm. did you have a lot of stuffed, you know, because I feel like there's like a Mm -hmm. bar. Yeah. Couple stuffed animals to like a whole separate room for stuffed animals. Right. Right. Like there's somewhere on that scale. Where were you when it came to stuffed animals? I think. I think I actually remember counting one time and that I had 17. 17. I think that is a reasonable number of stuffed animals. I had, I don't, I wasn't needs a whole nother room. I was somewhere around probably that 17 to 20. It probably varied depending on my age. But a lot of them were large. So Mm. they, there was space being taken up. I have an additional thought on that, but I'm going to save it for a little further on. Uh, The next question I have for you is, do you still have any of your stuffed animals? Now, I know we've talked sometimes about this with your fails, but for people joining us right now for the first time ever, do you still have any of your stuffed animals? I had two of them, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I have them anymore. I think I finally made the decision a couple years ago to get rid of one of those two, and then I think my parents had the other one, and they made the decision to get rid of that one a couple of years ago. The one that I did just find the other day when Gracie and I were looking for Uh stuff in the garage is like a small, a really small bear wearing a dress, Mm -hmm. and I don't remember ever like sleeping with it or loving it a lot, but I... (laughs) But I think I kept it because I 
think my dad's mom, my mm. paternal grandmother, had given it to me. And so it was special to me. Like, she died when I was nine. Yeah. So, like, it was special to me. And I think that's why I kept it. I was texting my dad, like, did this come from Grandma Ruth? Like, yeah. I was like, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know. we're pretty sure. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I remember this. I don't know why I would have kept it unless somebody yeah. special gave it to me. So that's why. <laughs> and Gracie loves it because she was with me when I found it. And so yeah. she asked if she could hang on to it. So it's in her bed right now. Well, that's nice. Um, but that's it. Yeah, I don't really rem- I don't have any mm-hmm. except for a corduroy bear. But I'm pretty sure my mom gave that to me like when I was in college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, a, yeah. I remember this was your favorite book and you know, it's very yeah. sweet. And I, you know, uh, drug him around. Now he sits on Ellis's bed. There was also in one of the Alabama trips in sorting and purging boxes, I had found a doll that I suddenly had instant memories for. It was like a fleece bodied mm-hmm. baby doll like very small mm-hmm. not too small like i would say it would take like one hand you could be holding it around the waist yeah plastic face and it had like a music box in it and when you wound up the back it kind of moved like a ah, what would you call it? a very slow version of one of those car <laughs> like it's snuggling okay it moved Got as it. if it was gently snuggling Aww. very small and it played a sweet song and ellis was like must have yeah and i was like all right and then we brought it home, and Ellis has never looked at it yeah. again. And I twisted it the other day. It definitely doesn't play the song it played the last time we twisted it. And because of this next question that I'm uh-huh. going to ask you, yeah, it's it's still around. Yeah. Do stuffed animals have feelings and or can they be possessed or cursed? Are you asking me or my yeah, kids? I'm asking, well, first I'm going to start with you. Do you have any of that, like... I only have the feelings that I project onto them. The show's over. (laughs) How are we friends? Um, Okay. All right. And what do your children think? Grace definitely thinks they're the same as people. I could imagine. A hundred percent. Yeah. She is more protective of her stuffed animal's feelings than she is of probably her own feelings. Oscar, not... (laughs) Quite so much, but yeah, I mean, thanks to Toy Story. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they definitely have some feelings (laughs) when he thinks of it. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's bothering him throughout the day, (laughs) but like, when he thinks of it, yes. Curtis. Yeah. (laughs) Interestingly, he's going to be three in a couple months. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Let's save it for another day. Ticking, ticking, (laughs) ticking. So, he definitely is on the opposite end of the spectrum on this right now. Okay, right now, yeah. Like, he sleeps with this penguin, Mm -hmm. and he calls it his uh ah-ah. Yeah. And I said, like, this is just an example, but this comes up regularly. I was saying goodnight to him last night. I said, goodnight, I love you, sleep well. Goodnight, uh uh-ah, sleep well. And he says, he not alive. (laughs) Idiot. I said, mama. Yeah, straight up. And I said, well, yeah, you're right. He's not alive, but I can still say goodnight to him, right? No, don't oh do that. Don't do that. Yeah. He he can't talk. Love like, Curtis. he's just like, <laughs> he's going to be the little physicist in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Um. Obviously, guys, I the way I know that I think stuffed animals have feelings or 
will curse me is because I have like a bin of like stuffed animals of my children's. Yeah. That like, because every once in a while I have to cull the stuffed animals. Oh, yeah. And when I take them and I'm like, okay, I'm going to like say goodbye to you. Say goodbye to you. Yeah. And I know that there's like a lot of like, oh, you can or you can't donate them. But like I always leave it up to the places I donate to decide sometimes, you know, because God help me. I cannot take a stuffed animal and throw it in the trash. I I cannot throw it. I wouldn't like in the trash. I I haven't. But I I can see even with how I feel about them, I would not enjoy (laughs) Putting one in the trash. Yeah. That would make me feel bad. Feel bad, yeah. right? It makes me feel horrible. Yeah. And like donating them, I'm even like a little like, okay, we've made some sort of pact. Yeah. Stuffed animal, you and I. Uh-huh. You've been filled like a topper. You've been filled <laughs> like that, like the, you know. I think it's from the like Jewish community of the like the tapas where you like with your thoughts you create like a like a gremlin kind of thing. Yeah. Gremlin's the wrong word. I apologize, but yeah. you can bring life to something. Yes, from your yeah. So that's all of the stuffed animals we've made an emotional pact. And if I get rid of them or throw them away, especially like ones that like might have been my mom's that right. like at home in Alabama when I opened the box and I found some of the ones that I remember from my sister's room that had been my mother's. Wow. I like, you know, I can remember who gave her this like elephant. It was like I opened it and I immediately was like, yep, I'm going to have to have these shipped to California because I can't get rid of these. I've wow. like the moment they opened, it was like opening the Ark yeah. of the Covenant. Yeah. Like out came the curse and just said, we've made yeah. this agreement. So I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, mm-hmm. I want to shift to our children. Okay. I like after year two of a child's life, <laughs> I... I, I really tell people, do not stop giving stuffed stop animals. giving yeah. stuffed animals yeah. because I think stuffed animal storage is a real issue. It really is. And I appreciate stuffed animal hammocks. Yeah. But I, I don't want a stuffed animal no, hammock. It's just going to make the it's, room even smaller. Even than smaller. It is already. The stuffed animals yeah. make the room feel even smaller and yeah. not in a cozy way. Yeah. And it also feels like clutter. Yeah. And my children both have, like, I would say, you know, like a small tub size mm-hmm. bin yeah. of stuffed animals that we've gotten down to. They never play with them. Yeah. I mean, there are a few that stay on the bed. Right. For Ellis. Yeah. Katie Bell's, nope. Mm-hmm. Kitty hangs out, but that's Kitty. Yeah. Her lovey. But the rest, they just sit there. Yeah. They're just in a box. Yes. Taking up space. Yeah. And you can't, yeah. So even though we don't have a lot, it feels like I have a room full of stuffed animals. How about you? You got well, three children. Yeah, yes. So that's three times the it's stuffed so animals. Many. And that put together with Jesse goes uh-huh. to the flea market every weekend, and there is a stuffed animal dealer who has beanie babies. Oh, yeah. And what are those like 
fancy stuffed animals that they like feist or yeah, feast it's like or feist, something yeah, like that. Those, it's an F word. Yes. It's <laughs> Not an the F word. F word I want to use, but it's an F word. And they're beautiful. Yeah. And Jesse <laughs> on day not it's I won't say every weekend, but it's on days when either he brings a kid with him to the flea market and they pick something out. Or if for some reason it's he feels like doing something nice. Yeah. He will bring home one. And as time has gone on, it's like, well, then both Grace and Oscar want one. Yeah. And then as time has gone on, it's like, well, Curtis is old enough. He wants one, too. So yeah. at this point, it's like anytime a kid goes with Jesse, they come home with at least three, three. stuffed animals. And I'm using that loosely because I'm including be- Beanie Babies, but I think Beanie Babies count. Like they're, I think Beanie Babies count stuffed animals. because I would say the like foundation of the bins of stuffed yeah. animals we have are built on yeah. Beanie Babies. <laughs> on Beanie Babies, right. Because the two different sizes. Because yeah. some of them are the small, like, I would call it like a hot masubi size. Yeah, like the Beanie Boo. The Beanie Boo. Yeah, and the then they're the Beanie that Babies that yeah. are like they're bigger. bigger yeah. And they've got those eyes. Those eyes. Those eyes that say... I'll kill you in your sleep if you ever get rid of me. <laughs> so what we have right now is it's it's so out of control. And I've gotten rid of some. Yeah, I have no, gotten I rid of some. And the reason I texted you last night with this topic idea was that what I was doing was there was a shelf in the kids' room that's been covered in Gracie stuffed animals. But she now is sleeping downstairs. So... I decided I'm going to get like a basket mm-hmm. for her. I'm going to put all those in this basket, bring the basket downstairs, and I can use that shelf for some of Oscar's. Because what we've ended up doing is using the whole bottom bunk um. for stuffed animals. <laughs> yes, the you whole have. whole bottom bunk. Because wow. Curtis is still in the crib, yep. if you guys recall. So there's a bunk bed in there and there's a crib. Curtis is still in the crib. I told him when he's three, he can sleep Shift on the him. bunk bed. That's two months away. And I... and. Basically, for the last month or two, the bottom bunk, it hasn't even been usable for a place to sit or lay down because it's covered in stuffed animals. It is filled with stuffed animals. Wow. So I took Gracie's stuff off the shelf, moved those downstairs, pulled out probably one garbage bag full of this is going to traumatize you. No, it's okay. Full of stuffed animals that I, know, I haven't garbage seen bag. anybody I've seen it. care about or yeah. look at or think about for a long garbage time. Garbage bags are a good way to Hit put them all together. Hit it in my closet mm. because I have to get rid of it later. Yeah. Do you hear their voices at night? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I put earplugs in. And I have <laughs> real live children talking to me in the night. Um. So, and then I took what was left and believe me it doesn't make a dent with the Mm-mm. shelf and with bagging up a bag full so then i you know i put some more on the shelf Wh- whatever i i did my best <laughs> you have a shit ton of animals i did my best yeah. it's so many and so and a lot of them are pretty nice yeah but i don't care Terror. i know like i don't and the thing is is that I can see the appeal and why people give these as gifts. And I can see why Jesse lets the kids bring them home. They're kind of small. They're soft. They're really cute. Yeah. It's it's a way of like imaginary play. It's not bringing plastic into your house. It's like there's so many things about stuffed animals that are really awesome. Like that's why they're so popular. But the storage is 
And and there's there's no like Oscar does play with his stuffed animals. He has these like little mice stuffed animals uh-huh. that he creates elaborate games with, and oh, it's like the cutest nice. thing ever. But then he'll lose track of them and yeah. he'll forget about them for months at a time. Yeah. And there's just so many that it's oh, it, yeah. it feels like you're drowning on yes. your stuffed animals. Yes. I was thinking. I know that when Curtis shifts to the bottom bunk, yeah. you have the option of removing the crib from the room yeah. and gaining back space. Right. But you could leave the crib in and just and fill, fill it with stuffed, with stuffed animals. I feel like lately in our haggard and broken states, we may have been a little harsh on many of the topics that we've been sharing. So I want to talk about some of the positives okay. of stuffed animals. And I only have one. (laughs) And that is my relationship with stuffed animals as an adult is not the one my children are having. And I know that for Ellis, who does not necessarily like care about all the stuffed animals, right? Because the moment you're like, can I get rid of these stuffed animals? They're like, no. But like there have been nights where he's been you know, scared of something, you know, I don't know, whatever. Children have nightmares and don't yes. want to go to sleep. That I can go in and I will, like, what saves us is I'm going to line up the bravest animals on your bed, mm. right? And so they go, because his bed's against the wall, so they start at the foot of the bed. We've got, you know, flamingo. We've got corduroy. We've got so-and-so, right? And we go down the bed all the way up to him with these animals that are going to stand watch for him. And that works like every time because mm. they clearly provide yes. yeah. a sense of safety. You know, Katie Bell for a while liked sleeping like completely yes. pregnancy pillow style, yes. but with stuffed animals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they are nice for kids. Yes. I mean, it's why I like to get them for yeah. the kids, because they're nice. Yes, I agree. Um, so uh, that's a nice thing. I mean, we give our kids loveies from the time they're babies. Yeah, I think exactly. To connect with them. And, yeah. I mean, right now, even though I, I mentioned that Curtis knows that his penguin is not alive, he also is in this phase right now where if he's upset, I will literally hand him the penguin and he'll go, I'm happy. Yeah, they and, absorb like, it. You know, <laughs> like it's really, it really works. See, that's why yeah. I think I go back to that like whole, uh, you know, we've put too much emotion into the stuffed yeah. animals because they do. They, uh, you're right. They absorb yeah. their little emotions. Yes. So, how do you allow the stuffed animals to move on? Oh. Because. Yeah. Again, I have a couple of bet. Like, I've got this. There was, like, when Katie Bell was young, I was doing still a lot of corporate work. And I was doing a conference in Barcelona. And I had to be in Barcelona multiple times. And we stayed at a very fancy hotel because corporate. And I missed that part of my job. And and every time you went, you just took a bag of stuffed, stuffed animals and left, left them in Barcelona. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. That's such a good idea. Um, so <laughs> so the there was a gift shop, very fancy gift shop, a very fancy hotel. And they had these beautiful Winnie the Pooh stuffed animals. Uh-huh. I mean, they're gorgeous. And yeah. they're like a reasonable, like they're yeah. kind of big. Yeah. And they're awesome. And I, every trip, I got one. Mm. They are still beautiful. Yeah. Neither kid is like, I love yeah. Winnie the Pooh so much. I right. mean, not enough to be like, but I, they're beautiful. Yeah. And I don't know what 
to do with them. Yeah. And, you know, there's some that are shitty. I got some shitty stuffed animals. Yeah. Animals that can't go through the wash and be taken care of. I've got a stuffed dog called Bubba that uh, is the size of a dog it's very soft Uh so it's not like you can't stand it up it's not like a stand-up dog in the house it's like a lay on the floor very big bubba's been with us for years onion the cat has often turned bubba into an object of affection (laughs) and so bubba doesn't always like smell the best if you get real close and i don't i'm like bubba has to go yeah Bubba's not yeah. well. There are several rips in Bubba. Yeah. Even if I fix Bubba, like, where's Bubba going? Yeah. Besides taking up, like, a table-sized room of space. Yes. Bubba currently still sits in our bedroom next to, like, other things that need to be fixed. And, I mean, Bubba's one of those ones that should just go in the trash. Here's, here's what we're going to do. I just figured this Can out. Can you come over to my house? This is what we're going to do. <laughs> Every time we meet for the yes. show, uh-huh. we're each going to bring each other a bag. Okay. We're going to trade bags. Uh-huh. And I won't tell you Don't what tell happens me. to your bag. Uh-huh. And you won't tell me what happens to my bag. Well, I can tell you right now, though, this wind <laughs> up in my garage. <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Jessie and I have a Casper mattress. We've been sleeping on this mattress for years now. It's a fantastic mattress, very comfortable, and it comes to your house in a cardboard box. (laughs) You need to get something for the kids? How about a gigantic cardboard box? Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial and hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied. So maybe don't give the box to your kids right away. <laughs> Get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com badmother and using badmother at checkout. That's casper.com slash badmother and using badmother at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So, my mom got my kids an advent calendar and... Just one for the three of them to share, which means every third day someone gets to open a door. And this was causing screaming every single morning (laughs) because nobody could remember whose day it was. Or if they could remember, they were wishful 
about yeah. that it they might it might actually be their day or mistrusting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so then I realized I don't care what this thing looks like. And I took a giant Sharpie and I wrote the initial of the person on each door for the whole rest <laughs> of the month. <laughs> That's genius. And it's all better. That's genius. Yeah, thank all you. better now. Yep. Good job. So our genius was just getting through the one night without Mr. Tumbles. Mm, uh, yeah. So Katie Bell jumped in the moment she, we heard, and she gave him her stuffed animal sushi nice. that she has Good. that we all know is like, it's special enough that he understands, oh, I get the sushi. Yeah. And then Stefan drew a picture of Mr. Tumbles and put it next to the bed, and that also worked. I was scared that was going to be traumatic, but it wasn't. It was great. And Ellis was comfortable enough to sleep. That night. So good. And I just, uh, Yeah. Uh, That's so stressful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't happy. Good job. Thank you. Hello. I have a genius to share. Um, it's the holidays, and cooking is not my thing, and I feel particularly like a failure around the holidays because I'm not into cooking, and, you know, and it's supposed to be special, and I'm supposed to make a turkey or a ham or whatever. And I suck at it. <laughs> So this year, I called our local grocery store and ordered a whole pre-made meal. And I just have to warm it up. And I'll have to stress when we have the fucking turkey. So that's half my genius. The other half of my genius is I saw my therapist in October before the real, real holiday season hit. And I got on the antidepressants. And everything is better. <laughs> and it was just it's so worth it. It's hard, you know, to make the appointment and to get to the appointment and to find somebody to watch my kids during the appointment and then talk during it and, you know, get blood work done and, and actually see the fucking doctor do, doing the whole thing. But now, you know, now it's the holiday time and I don't feel like I'm drowning. So anyway, that's, that's my genius. I just wanted to share. You're all doing a good job. Thanks. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are doing... A great job. Yeah, you are. Ordering the meal. Oh, my God. It's so oh, good. Good. If I am ever expected to provide yes. a Thanksgiving meal, <laughs> you better believe. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Absolutely. It. I mean, you know how we feel about therapy yeah. and antidepressants. Oh, yeah. We are fans. We are big fans of that. However, in this case, ordering the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe even more important. More important genius. Good job. Failures. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay. So I mentioned last week we had spent a week in Oakland for Thanksgiving. And when we were on our way home, I discovered that while we were there, I somehow lost a Ziploc <laughs> bag with prescription medication in it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I, like, really, like, it could be somewhere in my car. Yeah. It could be in the house where we were dog-sitting it could just be out on the street somewhere. Mm -hmm. It could be in a coat. Like, I yeah. literally, I looked everywhere I could possibly think of to look for it. Gone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> I I just have never followed up with Katie Bell's Worth It Honest. <laughs> it's been, it's been a long time. I mean, like, to the point where 
the x-rays, the bazillion-dollar x-rays that we had done that they don't turn in for insurance until you do the whole, whatever, are probably no good anymore. I was just kind of waiting for two teeth to fall out that they wanted to pull because I didn't want to fucking deal with that. And now it's been a while. Like, I know Mm -hmm. I have to take her in. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to think about the money surrounding this. I don't want to think about the discomfort to my child surrounding this. I don't want to think about having to listen to the complaining about what you can and can't eat. I want none of it. Right. Pretending it doesn't exist is not going to make it go away. No. But it's also not motivating me to get it done any faster. So... Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. You suck. Really, that's bad. <laughs> Hi, One Bad Mother. This is a fail. I was cleaning out my daughter's closet and found a floating tea set um, that someone had given her when she was too young to have baths in the big tub. Um, it comes with a teapot and two little teacups. And I thought, oh, this will be fun in her next bath. Um. But, as she is a toddler, she's not quite two, uh, my child likes to drink bath water. So I essentially invited her to a bath water tea party. Um, I'm not doing a good job, but you guys are. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Teresa. We're really not. No, we aren't. Uh, do you listen to the show? Yeah. Teresa, <laughs> would you like some tepid pee in your tea? In your bathwater tea today? I am shocked that this thing, get... item even exists. Yeah. Because I would think all <laughs> kids, this would lead to bathwater drinking. You know, it's a like... good idea. Let's uh, release a tea set, but you can put it in the tub. Hey, do you think that that might encourage kids to drink? The tea was like, we have a floating car set. That's fine. Yeah. No one's going to use the car as a cup. Yeah. But a tea set really suggests you should fill it up with water. And the water access is, nah, don't nah, worry about it. I think that's a stretch. Yeah. You're overthinking it, yeah. Ralph. <laughs> Go get us some coffee. Well, you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. But it's very funny. Yeah. And so obvious. <laughs> for everyone you are the greatest mom i've ever known i love you i love you when i have a problem i call you on the phone One Bad Mother is supported in part by StoryWorth. A great part about the holidays is reconnecting with family, swapping stories, and reliving moments. But keeping these memories alive can be hard. Give your family a meaningful gift this year. StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones tell the story of their lives through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask, like, what have been some of your life's greatest surprises, and what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? After a year, StoryWorth will compile 
every answered question and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that shipped for free. Guys, this is genius because it saves me the trouble of trying to remember and write everything down that my family has ever said. <laughs> Preserve and pass on memories with StoryWorth, the most meaningful gift for your family. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash badmother. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash badmother for $20 off. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Again, what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. I've got a message for you. Hi, it's me, April Wolf, the host of Switchblade Sisters and co-writer of the new horror film, Black Christmas. And I'm Katie Walsh, film critic and occasional host of Switchblade Sisters. We're here to announce that for one episode, we will be doing something a little different. Much like Jeff Goldblum in David Cronenberg's The Fly, I will be going through a truly disturbing transformation. April will transform from the interviewer into the interviewee. I will be asking her all about her new film, Black Christmas, her writing process, and ongoing existential dread. But I will also be discussing John Carpenter's perfect masterpiece, Prince of Darkness. You guys seen any movies you like? So tune in to Switchblade Sisters for a one-of-a-kind episode with April Wolf and me, Katie Walsh. See you then. Only the corrupt I listen to now. Teresa, there's no guest today except the very special guest of a mom having a breakdown. Hi, this is Teresa. Uh, this is a mom having a breakdown. I'm calling because I have this really demanding job, and I have this sweet 14-month-old baby. And so often I feel like it's just easier to kind of put the baby in the backseat and pay attention to my job because it's crying louder and it's more disappointed in me. And it just makes me feel horrible. So um, this is, I'm calling at 7.27 on a Saturday night because I got the millionth weekend request in the last 10 weeks. And this is just a mom having a breakdown. I, my daughter is 14 months old and I know people do this for years. They keep, They work and they have cute babies at home, but I don't get it. So you're doing a great job, and thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. I Th don't get it either. I Does don't, anyone get it? I don't get it. I, I don't think, I don't know anyone who gets it. And I'm not sure however long we are yeah. doing it that it means we've accomplished or done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's that thought of everybody, lots of people have to do this. Right. They have to balance work yeah. and, you know, children. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're enjoying it. Yeah, or and doing well at both of them. Right, or, or that... feeling fulfilled. Yeah, yeah, that it's a reflection that you should be enjoying it. Right. It sucks. It really sucks. It really sucks. And I don't think... I mean, I could easily be flippant and say it's worse when they're little, but I don't think it is. 
I think any time it holds the potential power of feeling like we're divided when it comes to our energy and what we're putting that energy into, it's hard. And having a job that expects stuff of you outside of regular working hours, that's a next level thing. Like, I feel like it's worth acknowledging that not all working parents have a job where they're being asked to work during times that are normally their family time. I agree. Like, that's extra rough on top of something that's already really hard. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You're right, Teresa. And... You are right that this sucks. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. And we see you. We do. And you're not alone. Mm-mm. And you, you're you doing a really good job. You are. Teresa, what did we learn today? We learned that stuffed animals are possessed by spirits that will haunt you if you ever throw them away. (laughs) Should have saved this for a Halloween episode. I think we learned that... (laughs) I think we learned that stuffed animals, obvious gift for children, (laughs) which is why they wind up in the house so much. I do. I still will, like, be walking through a store and they'll be like... Oh, it's a cute little yeah. stuffed animal. It would be an easy little treat because yeah. they've been working so hard. It's and harmless. Blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. harmless. Yeah. It's harmless. Yeah. Stuffed animals. Yeah. You can't live with them uh-huh. and you can't throw them away because of the curse. Yeah. We also learned that the holidays are here. And I just want to say that I feel like I've been a bit on a soapbox lately. <laughs> so I want to kind of bring it in. Mm. Keep it short and sweet. Not something that's going to be written on my tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) You are all doing an incredible job. Yeah, you are. This is very hard. So hard. Very hard. (laughs) This particular time of year is very stressful. So stressful. I, again... How I sometimes wander off is listing all the things that are stressful. Mm. But you guys know. (laughs) You You guys really know. Yeah, you really know. Yeah. We see you. (laughs) Go out and see each other. Try and be see yourself. Yeah. Be nice to yourself. You're doing a very good job. Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. 
To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not blow down Mama's room. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, not blow down Mama's room. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.